0: A lot for us to talk about. Right out there, nigga. This shit. Gonna boost Ayo the okay. P. Mom, mate, Yo, kiss, okay, like you ready? Yo, it. Yo, you ready? Fuck it. I'm a G on the streets. The hammer gonna blow. The girl fucking with his butt. What else you need to know? Shit. I was gonna pull over. She was telling me to go. I ain't even wanna fuck her butt. What else you need to know? Got oh. some niggas looking for you, ain't no way that you can go. Got shootings in every hood. What else you need to know? Shit. Houses, cars, weed, a lot of dough. Yeah. Need to yes, people. You know what time it is. We are here. Yeah. Another chin check, people. And the big thing. Saturday, May the 9th. UFC 249, baby. Yo. Finally we get some action You know what I mean Chell's been holding it down with the grappling But Yo there's nothing like motherfuckers Going to war in an octagon Right Well yeah So it's a 12 card A 12 fight card man It's coming from uh, Jacksonville And uh, Yeah We're gonna be talking all about that shit In this week's episode So uh, buckle up And get ready for some real ass shit Okay people so Yes, Saturday, the 9th of May, UFC 249. It is coming from the Vistar Veterans Memorial Arena, Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Florida. Um, yo, this card is so ridiculous, people. So goddamn ridiculous. Like, every single fight could be on the main card. You know what I mean? Every single fight could be on the main card. And a lot of them. Could be headliners. Of like a fight night. You know what I mean? It, it, it's, it's just ridiculous. This card is ridiculous. And we start off. With Ryan Spann, um Against Sam Alvey so this is in the um yeah early prelims right so early prelims and yo this is an interesting fight okay so now sam arlovski you know what i mean smiling sam he he's on a free fight losing streak at the moment right so um you know, but the thing with, with with this is, I think I thought he beat a kids Kidson, a in the last fight. You know, that was a decision loss. Yeah, I thought that was close and I thought Albie pipped it. You know, what I mean? but it is what it is. He then lost to Jimmy Shute. And Antonio Rodrigo Nogueira Both of those were early stoppages I think they were both Mike Goddard They were both early Right Um. Now, I, b- I believe Alvi did go down But as soon as Goddard stopped the fight He was like, huh? Like he was fully lucid they were early, so you know, what I mean? but it is three losses. Um, but yeah, that's the thing with that one. Now, on the other hand, you've got Ryan's Superman span, seven fight win streak. I mean, his last loss was Carl Robinson in his first contender series appearance you know which was super fast i remember the build up and he was talking about span and you're thinking okay and he's like i will not lose and then yeah robinson came out and put him away in like 15 seconds it was crazy but he then went to the lfl free fights and i think the last fight was for the bell i think you know um so, yeah, then he got another call-up to Dana White's contender series. Won by guillotine. Uh, and then in the UFC, he beat Luis Henrique, decision. um, Antonio Rodrigo Nogueira, the common denominator between the two. He won that. Great uppercut. And um, he then beat Devon Clark by um, a guillotine. So yeah, I think you know, from if you were looking at it like a a stat-wise from their last performances, Span should win this fight. You know what I mean no doubt Span should win this fight, and he's the younger fighter, you know? It's like yes, Fortis have really got a fire under their fighters, but Sam, Sam ain't a joke, you know what I mean, Sam ain't a joke, and I I kind of feel that, you know, he's the older fighter, he's had, but he's had a whole heap of more fights, and I think Sam's gonna turn around his streak, yeah, I think old smiling Sam is uh gonna get the win on this one, yeah. I just gotta, yeah, I just got a sneaking feeling that he's gonna turn things around. Um, I mean, yeah, I could be wrong, but you know, that's what I'm kind of uh wondering on that one, right? But uh, um, yeah, we will see, people, we will see. Oh, and that fight. Is at um, light heavyweight Okay so next up We're in the featherweight division We've got Charles Rosa Against Bryce Mitchell So Looking at these records Okay so Old um Boston strong Rosa Since being in the UFC it, He's just kind of flip flopped You know what I mean He lost to Dennis Silva Then beat Karl Bokniak Lost to Shane Burgos and then in his last fight he beat Manny Benudez, uh armbar in the first round. You know? Um so by that reckoning, yeah it kind of you know, you, you're looking at things and um yeah, he he should be losing again. But um yeah, we will we'll see what happens. Now Bryce Fug nasty Mitchell, he's on a free win fight streak. Um and yo, he's looked real good. You know what I mean? The Tyler Diamond, um, that was you know, that was a a majority decision. But you, it was, it was, you know, it was, it was back and forth. But you think you felt, yeah, Bryce won that fight, you know. Um, then again, um, Bobby Moffat, that was a unanimous decision. Um, and Matt Sales, <laughs> yo, we all know what happened there. He gets that crazy ass Twister win. Um, and we've seen Bryce in trouble. We've seen him in trouble. We've seen him get out of some crazy positions, uh, to get the win. You know I mean? and I kind of feel that Bryce has just. You know I mean, he he has definitely got that inner fortitude. I mean, he ripped his nutsack sack open. You know what I mean, with a chainsaw So, yo, I kind of feel that if you can get through that, you can get through anything, you know So, you know, like, Rosa is good on the ground, but yeah, as I said, look, we've seen old, um fuck nasty, get out of some tight positions, he was trapped in a guillotine that looked crazy tight, he got out of that, so I think Bryce has got what it takes to um, grit down and get through this shit, so yeah, I am, um, I'm going with Bryce on this one, you know, but um, hey, who knows, Who anything can happen, but yeah, I'm going with Bryce. Um, so next up, we're hitting the welterweight division, people. So this is gonna be the headlining fight of the um early prelims. And <laughs> yo, what a fucking fight. It's a rematch as well. So it's the Luque Luke against Nico Price. Now Nico, yo, he won the first fight, okay, um, it, it was a crazy fight up until the end, yo, obviously, okay, I mean, obviously it was, when you think about both of these crazy fucking fighters, there is no other way that shit was ever gonna be, you know what I mean, but <laughs> but yeah that fight it was it was a while ago man you know what i mean it was um 2017 october 2017 um and luke won by um Das. but uh you know luke he he was on a win streak um you know what i mean he whoa, he was yeah, I think the last, you know, he lost to Leon Edwards, which, you know, that's, hey, Leon's a beast, so that's no, you know, no issue with that. Then the price win put him on a six-fight win streak, um, and, you know, he then lost to uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Uh, at UFC two forty four Masdevall the Diaz, um, so yeah, Nico um, sorry, Vicente the Silent Assassin ain't no joke, you know what I mean? But yeah, he's fighting friggin the hybrid Nico Price and um Nico is uh, currently on a one fight um win streak. So he um he kind of flip flopped a bit, but you know that's because he's got that crazy ass style. So after losing to um Luke Hay the first time, he beat George Sullivan, he then beat Randy Brown with that Crazy hammer fist from the bottom. Gary. You know I mean? like it was just like what? Huh? But then he lost to Abdul Razak Alassan. Um, he beat him means, and that was a crazy fight for however long that went. But then he lost to Jeff Neil, but then his last fight, that was the crazy upkick win against James Vick. You know what I mean? So, this, this, I, this is a crazy one. This really is a crazy fight. They are both, you know what I mean, animals in there. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. I, I kind of think. I think I might be leading with um, Nico, though, with this one, just because, you know, I think he just had a new kid, and um, he just sounds so ready, and every time you hear him in an interview, so, yeah, I think I'm gonna, think I'm gonna go with Nico to um get that one, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's a crazy-ass fight. Uh, but that's the early prelims, people. So um, yeah. Next up is the prelims. Okay. So first fight of the prelims is light heavy. No, sorry, it's middleweight. <laughs> yeah, it's it's middleweight. Um, it's uh, Ronaldo Sosa against Uriah Hall, and um, yeah. I think this is an interesting fight. All right, so um, you know, we know that Sosa, Jacare, you know what I mean like his last fight? it was a uh light heavyweight. You know, what I mean? he tried a thing, it didn't work, so he's back down. He's on a two fight losing streak. Okay, so the last fight was against um Yamblovich, and um. The last middleweight fight was against Jack Hermanson. Um yeah, which was a um yeah, that was a it's a crazy fight, you know. Um so yeah, he he's on that. Now when you think of Sosa, okay, so he has got um let's work this out, twenty-four wins. No, sorry, 26 wins Okay, so 8 by knockout 14 by submission And 4 by decision So, you know That's that record He's lost 8 So, he's going against Uriah Primetime Hall Who, he's on a 2 fight win streak you know, he's record 16 and 9. Okay. So when you uh, break that one down, 12 by knockout, 2 by decision. So, you know, he, he, he hasn't got any submission wins. Um, his last two fights. So, first, he beat um, Bevon Lewis. Which was a great... Like, if I remember right... Hall was losing that fight. He was... Yeah, really losing that fight. But he came back and got a great win. Um, And then he... um, Carlos Shoeface Jr. Again, there was a moment he was in trouble with that fight. But he came back and got a solid win. You know? So... This is a... It's a crazy one. Right? It really is. Because... I think... Hall can struggle when he's on the ground. You know, he's definitely got better since being at Fortis. You know, definitely got better. But the ground isn't his strong point. But, and we know Jack Array, Yo, he's a beast on the ground. But um, Hall has got a 71% takedown defense, which isn't bad Now, Jacare can punch too, you know what I mean? Jacare knocked out um Weidman So, it's one of those ones, but I kind of feel that Hall's on a roll at the moment he he's definitely seems to have a newfound confidence in his abilities and i think you know he he's going to either be able to stuff the defenses or just stop any um any submissions and uh, yeah he's going to tag jacquerie i think he's going to win by tko so yeah i think uh, I think that's what's going to happen with that one, you know. what I mean, um, it's going to be a good fight, though, for sure. It's going to be a good fight. Next up, we go to the women's strawweight division, and we've got Carla Esposa, Espraza, even against Michelle Waterstone. And uh, yeah, this is gonna be fun, man. So, um Carla, the cookie monster, she's on a two fight win streak. Um her last victories were um she the fought um for Nana Jan Dabroa uh, she got a decision win. Um and the thing with that is Jan Jabroa was the Invicta Strawweight champion coming in. So yeah. You know, and Exposure was coming off a two-fight um, losing streak. So she, yeah, that was a great. And from what I remember, it was, yeah, a clear victory, that one. She then beat Alexa Grasso, which I do feel Grasso won. But um, Exposa got a takedown at the very end, I think, which I think just swung it. Um. But... Yeah, was, you know Carla, the first strawweight champion Yo, she's great So, you know, ex invicta champion So, um, you know, it's a tough one And, yo, Michelle the Karate hottie, Walderstone She's on a one-fight losing streak But that last fight was against the um, ex-champ You know what I mean? Joanna Janchechek. So, although, yeah, she did, you know, definitely lose that, clearly lose that fight. But before that, she was on a free fight win streak. You know, she beat Courtney Casey, Felice Herring, and Kalarina Uh So, yeah, you know, she was doing her thing. I do think she beat um, Tisha Torres. But, you know, it is what it is. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, this is going to be a good fight. The the one thing about it is... I kind of feel that Waterstone has got more um, keys to victory. Esparza is great. You know what I mean? Esparza... Yo, she has got a yo. She's got a tenacity to her, and we've definitely seen a uh, you know an evolution in her style in the last few fights. But her main key to victory is her wrestling, um, and Waterstone. You know what I mean. She's got good jiu jitsu. She's got great kicks. Her punching is solid. You know what I mean like, I think Stone yeah has just got a few more. You know what I mean? like weapons, so I think she's gonna take it. I think it's gonna be a fun ass fight. I think it's gonna be close, but yeah, I think Waterstone just edges this one. Um, so then we go up to heavyweight, and we've got. The return of Fabricio Vadum against Alexei Olenek. So uh, yeah gonna be fun now for Doom he lost his last fight. You know he lost his last fight and I think he has been gone for oh couple a couple of years. Yeah, his last fight. Fight was against um, Alexander Volkov, um, and he lost that in the fourth round. But Volkov just was taking it to him in that fight. Do you know what I mean? Vol- like it was a crazy one because I, you know, I kind of thought Vadim was going to win, but Volkov, that was his coming out party, big time. Uh, but that was March 2018. So yeah, you know he the Doom's been gone for just over two years, um, and Alexei Olenek, the boa constrictor, won his last fight. You know that was against Morris Green. Yo, that was a good win as well. That was a good win. Now before that. Olenek, oh man, Olenek, you know what I mean, he'd won some good fights, you know what I mean, he'd won some good fights, he'd beat um, Junior Albini, then Mark Hunt, they were good, they were good victories, he then was on a free fight losing streak, you know, he'd lost to Overeem, Walt Harris, and then Gordon Ryan. But you know, I guess I guess it's really a two-fight losing streak. Because the Gordon Ryan fight was in Quintet. Yeah, I mean, so yes, technically it's a two-fight losing streak, really. Um But yeah, then he beat Morris Green. So this is gonna be fun. But uh you know, the Morris Green fight was in January, so it was on that Connor Cerrone card, UFC 246. So he's been the more active of the two. And yo, he, he gets you with that Ezekiel choke. You know what I mean? Like, all the next chokes are no joke. And for Doom. We have seen Vadoom be a bit he's been a bit lax of late. Yeah, you know I mean? like I don't know if it's he's um you know what I, mean? I don't know if he if he was being a bit complacent but yes in some of his last fights even the um Marcin Tabura fight which he won... It was sloppy, so I don't know. I've, I've, I've got a feeling Olenek could get this one. Yeah, I know. Might seem a bit crazy, but hey, I think I'm gonna put my money on the old boa constrictor. Yeah, and I think he's gonna he's gonna catch a ridiculous choke. That's what I think. I think he's gonna win with a ridiculous choke. I think he's gonna, you know, what I, mean? I think the doom is going to be um, putting on a good performance, but get complacent, and Olenek is gonna get some Ezekiel or something ridiculous. You read? Know I mean? That's my uh, yeah. That's my fun prediction with that one. Um. So then we got the headliner. It's another rematch. It's Donald Cerrone against Anthony Pettis, and this, and yo, this is the interesting thing. It's at welterweight, people. It's at welterweight. So um, Pettis, Pettis is on a two-fight losing streak. You know, um, but. Those two people So he lost to Diego Ferreira Rear naked choke And he lost to Nate Diaz Like Not Easy Um, Not easy fights You know what I mean? So Yeah it, it, You can't really hold that against him um, His last win was that ridiculous Superman punch Against Stephen Wonderboy Thompson but he was losing that fight up until that punch. Before that he, he lost to um Tony Ferguson. You know what I mean? his corner stopped it, he broke his hand, he was getting battered in that fight. But then he got the um you know the triangle win against Michael Chiesa. But like it, oh, man you have to go back You really have to go back A, a while For the uh, the first Cowboy fight So that 2013 2013 And he won with a um, a body kick Well it was punches But it all started with a body kick In the first round It was mad quick It was crazy But that won him the championship fight against Benson Henderson. Which, yeah, that's when he won the title. So that was UFC 164. So, yeah, 2013. That was that. Now, why I said the welterweight thing was interesting was because the victory against Cerrone was lightweight. You know what I mean? That was at lightweight. And the thing with Cerrone at lightweight. Now, Cerrone. A ridiculous record. A really ridiculous record. But, you know what I mean? I will say, Pettis, he's had fights too. He's 22 and 10. But, yo. You know what I mean? Cerrone, 36 and 14. He holds... So many records You know what I mean, Cowboy holds So many friggin' records It's Crazy It's crazy He is on a free fight losing streak You know, but McGregor, right Gaethje And Ferguson So it, it It's not like he's lost to chumps You know what I mean not like he's lost to chumps, but before that, free fight win streak. Mike Perry armbar, Alex Hernandez. That was sweet head kick, and then the punches, and then our Quinter It was a decision unanimous, and yo, it was a clear victory. Right, but so this is the thing, you know, um, that fight as I said against. Showtime Pettis was at Lightweight and the thing With Cerrone At lightweight He was prone to lose When he got caught with um, Body shots And the big Kind of thing Was Was the weight cut You know what I mean like the weight cut Made him susceptible To uh like, I don't know, there was something with, he, you know, that that kidney. He took that kidney shot, and that just froze him up. That just killed him. So, this is at welterweight. And at welterweight, a hey, so Roni is a different animal. I mean, he's a different animal at welterweight. He hasn't got that weight cut, so kidney is better. Yeah, we haven't seen him just freeze up with a kidney punch like he did at Lightweight. So, uh, hey, both of them have been in wars. I mean, both of them have been in wars. But I think this is a completely different fight at World to Weight. And I think Cowboy gets it. Yeah, I think Cowboy is going to take this fight. So, um, yeah, it's going to be fun, man. It is going to be fun. And what a great fight to um, end the prelims and lead us into the main card. Yo, it's insane, right? Insane. And that fight could definitely, like all of these prelim fights... Could be headliners to a fight night. You know what I mean? Like, and some of them could be, you know. Hey, Esparza, Waterstone. Could be a pay-per-view headliner. You know what I mean? You could definitely see that as, hey, one girl with the title. The other one. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah, so Rony Pettis, definitely. That could. So, yeah. Great prelims man. Great prelims. Okay, so we start off the main card with a heavyweight fight. It's Greg Hardy against Jurgen De Castro. Um now both have got a similar professional record. So Hardy 5 and 2 and De Castro 6 and 0. Oh. So, um, yeah, now, Greg Hardy, uh, the Prince of War, I hate his nickname, it's a terrible nickname, um, he's on a one fight losing streak, his UFC run has been a crazy ass one, you know, like he lost his debut with an illegal knee, he then wins the next two fights, and they were quick, You know what I mean? Like Dmitry Smolikov And Juan Adams Like the Juan Adams one Is especially quick And like Adams had been talking All that smack But then the Ben Sassoli fight No contest Because of the asthma inhaler And then the next fight Was against Alexander Volkov Which he lost Um, But He didn't get blown away in that fight, you know, so you can definitely see the evolution in Hardy, you know, we can definitely see that, and, you know, I think working with Dean Thomas has been a big, big, big help for him, like, now Dean has left American Top Team, like, I don't know, it's interesting, like, is Hardy still working with Thomas? I don't know. I don't know. Because I know Hardy's working with Gillian Robinson still. So, hey, he still might be working with Hardy. Who knows? But then on the flip side. um, Castro. Woo. I mean, Castro's been on a six-fight win streak. And, um, yo, he's been tearing it up. Now. Just one main fight in the UFC So he, he won His Dana White Contender Series fight That was a good one That was a good one man And then Justin Taffer Oh my gosh A fade away right A fade away right That was Insane Whew, That was a crazy one Um But Right, So the thing with this fight, I, I'm kind of leading with Castro and the reason is now Hardy has had more fights in the UFC, but Castro has he's just had better com- competition. That's the thing with Castro. He said you know I mean just I think better competition. And I think that's what separates them And I think that is the thing That um, can kind of take this one For Castro And Castro is also See the thing is It's six professional fights But he also fought um Seven times as an amateur Seven times as an amateur Not the Best of records, you know. What I mean, it was three and four, but it, it's you know. What I mean, it's just that added experience. I think that's the big thing with Castro. It's that added, added experience. But the one thing about this fight, yo, it's heavyweight. You know what I mean? It's heavyweight and. They both have knockout power That's the big thing So, although I'm kind of siding with Castro A, Hardy could still win that fight I would not be surprised if Hardy won it Because, yeah, it's whoever lands that big punch first, essentially You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting And a decent fight to start things off, you know? Uh, So then we go to the featherweight division. This is a fun one Jeremy Stevens against Calvin Cater. And And like, Stevens has just had so many fights. He's 28 and 17. So many friggin' fights, and Kater is 20 and 4. Um, so when you uh, you know, break it down, so little heathen Stevens, you know, he is on a free fight losing streak, yes, that is a fact. Like, but when you break these fights down, so Yaya, you're Yaya, yeah, yeah. I, I always say that. Yaya Rodriguez. Okay, so that was a decision loss. And the Zabit Magamen Sharipov was a decision loss. But when you think about both of those fights, Stevens won the last round of both of those fights. So Stevens, hey, he was in those fights. You know, the, the Jose Aldo fight. You know that was that was a crazy one. You know what I mean? It was a body, body shot that really just, and then just the ground and pound. Um, but that was when Aldo was just on that resurgence craziness. Um, but before that, Gilmed Gilbert Melendez Do Hoi Choi, which was insane. That fight, Josh Emmett, yo, that was a crazy knockout. And the one thing remember. Stevens fights out of alliance, so Stevens trains with Dominic Cruz, you know what I mean, so, hey, that's a big factor there, now, Calvin Cater, he's on a one fight losing streak, oh, the Boston finisher, which, mm, I mean, yeah, I think Anik's got a better um nickname for kada which i cannot remember but um you know the last loss was against Zabit magamen Cheripov, which yeah you know, that was a messed up fight because it was a main event um in boston you know Zabit i think he was ill and he was like oh, i can't fight so he got moved to russia and Kate, uh, a Kate, uh, won that last fight. So, if the and so it had gone from a main event fight to a three rounder, and I think if this had stuck with a five round fight, Kate would have won, right? So, you know, before that, he uh, yo, he destroyed Ricardo Lamos, Lamos. and Chris Fishgold. I mean, so man, and, and Kater has won some great fights. He really has. Yo, the, the Renato Moriacano fight, that was mm, that was some close ass shit, which I kinda felt Kater won it again. Um so Kater Kater could his record could be a lot different. You know what I mean? And I think Keita is... a he is dangerous as hell. Kata is dangerous as hell. And I think Keita wins this fight. I think Keita wins this fight. And hey, I think then Kata will be knocking at the door for a championship. You know what I mean? A championship fight very soon. That's what I'm thinking. of of this one, alright, so then, oh oh, oh, my god, right, so we've got Francis Ngannou against Jairzinho Rosenstruck at heavyweight, whoa, whoa, and yo, if you really think about it, this fight Nearly didn't happen, you know. Because, hey, really, Rosenstruck should have lost to Overing. You know, I mean? he he won it with that what last five second shot that just wrecked Overing's lip. But Overing got up. Overing got up, and. Because Rosenstruck had walked away, that if the referee had been like, no, you f- you don't you know you don't call the end of a fight. If the referee had done that. There were he was too far away to get back to Overeem. The you know the the bell would have gone for the end of the round. Overeem would have won on points. So yeah, this fight might not have happened, but. Regardless of that, you know, Rosenstruck is on a ten fight win streak. Old biggie boy. Um you know he, he was a kickboxer. You know, before the UFC he was a kickboxer. Um I think he fought at glory. So yeah. You know, it's a it's definitely an interesting fight. He's had what uh, three, four, four fights in the UFC. Yeah, four fights in the UFC. So there is that. Um, now, Ungano, <laughs> the predator, he is on a free fight win streak. So on a free fight win streak, um, yo, he beat Curtis Blades for a second time, Kane Velasquez, and then Junior Dos Santos, all in the first round. You know what I mean all in the first round? Uh and before that, yeah, he had those two. Decision losses to Stipe and Derek Lewis But he had then during He came to the UFC in 2015 Lewis Enrique, Curtis Blades um, Bojan Milalovic Anthony Hamilton Andrei Aloski, And that ridiculous knockout of Alistair Overeem So Hey, when we look at the quality of competition. Ungano all the way. You know what I mean? Nganou all the way. And I think that is the thing that will separate them. You know? I Nganou has got the reach advantage. um, And yeah, he's just fought a better caliber of fighters. And uh, yeah, I think that gives ungano the confidence and hey he's just got that determination to get back at that title shot you know and get the win And, you know obviously they both got that knockout power no doubt but i think ungano has probably got the heavier of the hands so yeah i am i'm taking ungano for this one you know Um, but it's good, it should be a fun ass fight. Should be a fun ass fight, uh, because we know it won't be a Lewis fight because Rosenstruck will be coming forward. Rosenstruck is mad confident, he thinks he's gonna destroy Ngarno. So, hey, it's gonna be fun. I, yeah, I definitely think that, but now. We get to the co-main event, and it's championship from here on out. So we have got Henry Cejudo against Dominic Cruz for the bantamweight belt. Five rounds. Oh, this is gonna be fun. So Cejudo, fifteen and two. 15 and 2 So the messenger You know what I mean He has been sending a message for sure Five fight win streak You know what I mean Triple C <laughs> You know my man has won an Olympic belt <laughs> So He lost to um. You know that first loss to Demetrius Johnson Right Which was his first ever loss He then lost a very close decision to Joseph Benavides It was a split decision I did think he'd won that fight I did think he won that fight It was close though So hey, it wasn't a robbery But then from there He beat Wilson Reyes And remember in that fight He came back with like a karate stance We saw a completely different Sahudo He then beat Sergio Pettis Then That got him to rematch And uh, yeah He beat uh, Demetrius Johnson Beat Demetrius Johnson For um, You know The uh, flyweight belt He then Then beat TJ Dillashaw in that ridiculous 32 second fight, you know, the first ever UFC on ESPN card, so yes, that was ridiculous, and then Marlon Marais, he beat Marlon Marais for the bantamweight belt, which was insane, UFC 238, um, and remember, he just dramatically lost that first round. He looked like he was in way over his head. Way over his head. But then, just came back and took Marais' soul. You know, I mean winning ground and pound in that third round. But, that was June 2019. And since then, he, you know what I mean, because he hurt his shoulder in that fight. So, he has been out since June of last year, shoulder injury. So, this is his first fight back, right? First fight back against, you know what I mean? Hey, the Bantamweight King, you know what I mean? 2 Dominic the Dominator. Cruz So, Cruz You know, he lost his last fight Right, he lost his First fight to Cody Garbrandt UFC 207 Yeah 207 That was December 2016 That was Nunes Rousey Which is insane, right um, but like yo, listen, right? That was twenty sixteen. So, Cruz has been out for three years. You know what I mean? He's been out for three years. But when you think of his last fights, you know, he had been out for three years before he beat Demetrius Johnson. UFC on versus six, in uh, you know October twenty eleven, he came back at UFC a hundred and seventy eight, a hundred and seventy eight, that was Johnson v. Caraccio, September twenty fourteen. You know I mean so. Hey, we've seen him out for three years and he came back and just ran through Taeko Mizazaki in a minute and one second. That was a demolition. He then beat TJ Dillashaw and uh, that was for the belt. Won the belt. Then he beat um, Uriah Faber. So we have seen Cruz come back from adversary We've seen him come back from long layoffs And remember as well In the Garbrandt fight Garbrandt had been knocking everyone out He knocked Cruz down a couple of times But Cruz came back You know what I mean? Cruz got up Wasn't hurt Got up and pushed forward And, and the other thing about that fight Cruz was suffering from plantar fasciitis. I mean, Cruz fights injured a lot. So we have seen Cruz show that ring rust isn't a thing. We have seen Cruz come back. And Henry Cejudo, he has not fought anyone like Cruz. Like, yes, he fought Dillashaw. But even Dillashaw isn't like Cruz And Dillashaw is lost to Cruz And the you know So who does Dillashaw fight That was over in seconds Do you know what I mean? So, hey, that that doesn't really count To understanding anyone Even similar to Cruz To, um yeah, Cruz So, I think... Hey, and I'm just saying I think Cruz wins I think Cruz upsets His And gets back His bantamweight belt Yeah That's what I think is going to happen um, Because I don't think Sahudo has fought anyone like Cruz And Cruz has got weapons Do you know what I mean? Cruz has got weapons for sure so that's the that's the craziness about it. Like Cruz has you know what I mean? like I I feel Cruz has had submission wins um in the WEC and he's got a crazy style. He's got kicks, he's got punches. Like Saudo doesn't have that. Hudo has got fantastic wrestling And his striking Definitely has improved But Dom understands Range Dom is a master of range And I think He will be able to keep that range And get the win I think he gets the win You know Now Cruz doesn't necessarily Have that knockout punch But he can put it on you. So, you know what I mean? I, I, I think Cruz wins. I don't know. It's either a decision or it's a late stoppage. But yeah, that's what I'm thinking with this one. You know what I mean? That's what I'm thinking. Now, now, yo, it's the main event, people. Tony Ferguson, Justin Gaethje, it is an interim lightweight championship, but let's remember, you know what I mean, let us remember, Ferguson didn't lose the lightweight belt, he got injured, you know, a freak freaking accident, but, uh, you know, if we look at these records, so Gaethje, 21-2. and two. You know what I mean? The highlight. Seven bonuses from six UFC fights. He's on a free fight win streak. Right? A free fight win streak. Donald Cerrone. Edson Barbosa. James Vick. So. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's interesting. But. When we think about the losses So Dustin Poirier Eddie Alvarez And the Michael Johnson fight That was crazy remember That fight was crazy Johnson was putting it on Gaethje For like the first round Right And then just Gaethje came back So when people take it to Gaethje Go like Eddie Alvarez Poirier Hey, he's susceptible He is susceptible This is the thing um, And We look at Ferguson 25 And 3 25 and 3 It's on a 12 Fight win streak El Kikui Is the frigging Boogeyman people he really is. You know what I mean. He's got a disgusting dast choke. Which that's how Swiss beats fix He's gonna win. Swiss didn't know what it was called. He's just like, and the arm goes there, and they gotta tap like that. Yeah, he's talking about that dast choke. Now you think about like uh, Ferguson's victories, man. His last loss, twenty. 20- 12. Do you know what I mean it was May 2012 against Michael Johnson, but that was because um you know what I mean he broke his arm, broke his frigging arm, but he then came back, he beat Mike Rio, Katasuni Kikuni, Danny Castile, Abel Trahigo. Uh, Gyson Tabu Josh Thompson um, Edson Barbosa Leonardo Venata Rafael Anjos, Kevin Lee for the interim belt Anthony Pettis Donald Cerrone And yeah, then it's just been crazy, you know, injuries And hey, we know about the Khabib fights all the craziness around those. But you know Ferguson is that different animal. Ferg- you can hurt Ferguson. He isn't stopping. You punch him. You kick him. Ferguson is not stopping. And at the end of the fight. You are going to look like you went through a shredder. He will cut you the up with those elbows, you know. What I mean, and Ferguson is a training machine. Ferguson is crazy in a good way, people. In a good way, you know. What I mean, he builds his own training equipment. You hear like Eddie Bravo talk about the training sessions on Big Bear, where. He will lap people running up the mountain. Yeah, gets to the top, comes back, then beats you again. Ferguson is a cardio machine. Ferguson is a walking cyborg. You cannot stop him. So, this is going to be a war. Now, everyone talks about Gaethje, right? No, Gaethje has got knockout power for sure. Gaethje has got you know, heavy hands, and people say, yo, Gaethje took this on short notice, but, you know, the the fight, the initial fight on April the 18th got cancelled, so this has given him three extra weeks for training, but people, remember, when the Khabib-Ferguson fight was announced, Gaethje came out straight away and said... I am going to train so I can fill in, because we've seen this fight fall apart on five other occasions, now it's six. But he said we'd seen this fight fall apart five other occasions, so I'm going to train, I'm going to start training now, so I am ready to fill in. Now when the 18th came and we you know um, and we found out Khabib couldn't make it so Gagey stepped in. He was like, "Oh, you know, it's short notice but but, but it's just like yeah yeah yeah. You said you were going to train. So if you're not ready, that's on you. Cuz you came out straight away and said you were going to train. So listen, Do I think Gaethje has a chance? Yes, obviously Gaethje has a chance. Gaethje is the human highlight reel. Gaethje is a maniac. Kieren, he's a chaos engine. That is Gaethje, right? But as I said, when people pressure Gaethje, he can lose. Eddie Alvarez, Dustin Poirier and nearly Michael Johnson and Ferguson will pressure you Ferguson will take you to murky waters Ferguson will make you feel claustrophobic. It will be like you have been in an earthquake. And you are getting smothered. And while you're getting smothered. You are being cut to ribbons by his ridiculous elbows. Yeah. Doesn't sound pleasant, does it? So, that's why I feel Ferguson... Wins this fight Plus I really want Ferguson to win this fight Nothing on Gaethje But Ferguson deserves to fight Khabib Hearing that fight has fallen through so many times And it's not been Tony's fault So I want him to win And then finally fight friggin' Khabib That's what I want to happen who knows? But yeah, my money is on Ferguson. But that is it, people. That is 249. That's the breakdown. So, next week, yeah, we're gonna see. We're gonna see how many um how many fights I actually predicted. My record is very up and down. So, you know, but I feel I've given good Reasons for my picks this week, people. So remember, if you win, if you win off my picks, let me know. Leave a comment. Drop me a line. All right? Yes. God damn it! I cannot wait. Welcome back, UFC man. Welcome back, and what a fucking card! God damn it, man. <laughs> okay people so yeah there it is but um before we bounce we've got um there's been a bit of you know what I mean token stuff so let's look at that all right well firstly surprisingly as well Czech Congo has uh, resigned with Bellator on a multi-fight deal. Um, it's interesting because I, I think it was Congo's last fight. It, you know what I mean? It was kind of everyone basically came out and said he faked a uh, an illegal blow to get out of getting battered by um, Ryan Bader. You know what I mean? Like even Bellator officials like said that shit. So yeah. Definitely um, Surprised that happened um, But on some other shit Okay so um, Gabriel Benitez the Omar Moral- Morales Is um, a, a, a fight that's been added To the May 13th card um, Yeah what else Is is there, Um, so Matt Brown v. Miguel Be- um, Beza has been added to the May 16th card. Um, we also have, I think there's, um, Oh, that's it Amanda Nunes v Felicia Spencer Is now going to be headlining UFC 250 On the 6th of June So, you know what I mean? That is all good Um... So there is also Like I've seen it talked about In uh, multiple places And I swear in one spot It's been confirmed And that is Tyron Woodley Against um, Gilbert Burns So supposedly That is going to be The headline fight For uh, May the 23rd Yeah people that's right Another card has been added on May 23rd, and supposedly, right, Dana has said this card will be in Vegas. Now, with all the COVID restrictions um, happening, it is thought f- that that card will be taking place if it is going down in Vegas. At the UFC Apex Center But uh, Yo Four cards In May Right and didn't think So May 23rd and then Submission Underground On the 31st May is going to be Off the chain God damn it I cannot wait for that Shit Um. Also uh, so Anderson Silva has had knee surgery, um, but he is saying that hey, he still int- intends to come back to fight and have two more fights in the UFC. So uh, you know it'll be interesting, right? Because you know he, he's definitely slowed down, but. I think two two fights and done That would be um, Yeah, I could see that You know what I mean? I I can definitely see that And getting matched up with a couple of people You know what I mean? To to have some fun fights So, um, yeah, that can be interesting Yo, one thing I thought was Hilarious. So, Bob Aram has been obviously running his mouth and just talking some complete and utter nonsense of late. But, um, Oscar de la Hoya, they asked, they spoke, you know, the press talked to him as well. And he has no problems with, um, you know, Dana getting the UFC back on his schedule. But, one thing that I thought was hilarious about um De La Hoya's statements was, um, he said, This we did have our differences when I wanted to get involved with the MA, and I did Chuck Liddell v Tito Ortiz, which was a huge success. <laughs> Yo, that. Was not a huge success When you saw the pay per -per view Vise That was Terrible It was a Terrible venture That is why De La Hoya Ain't done anymore And also when you looked at the pay Of the lower card fighters That was a mess That was a straight up mess but um yeah that was funny that was real funny but um you know yeah people we have got fights so um yeah we will be back next week and um you know what i mean we will break down saturday's fights and also preview The 13th fights. So um, yeah. We'll definitely try and get the episode out. Early. Early enough for that shit to happen. Alright. But um. Yo. Enjoy the night people. Man it's going to be sick. Alright. See you next week. Peace.